What is up, our people, and welcome back to another episode of Fang. I'm Rebecca, your co-host. And I'm Mokrumet, the other co-host. And yeah, what's good, what's good, people? We are here. We're back. It feels good to be back in the studio. I know, right? It we, does feel We wasn't here last week. Wasn't here for a while. Wasn't here for a minute. We've been traveling. But the show don't stop. The show ain't never gonna stop. Ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, no. So yeah, I just got back from Atlanta. Yeah, how and was that? It was good. It wasn't It wasn't like a partying kind of trip. It wasn't like a lit kind of trip. It was just to go see my friend, Ashley. Me and Tay, we went to go see her. And it was fun. You know, cool. We had some good food. Just enjoyed each other's company. It's been a minute since I've seen Ashley. It has. Mm-hmm. It has been. Because I know you guys always talking about you miss her. You haven't seen her. Yeah. So it's good that you went on a trip to see a friend. We need more of those. Go see your friends. Show them some love. Yeah, it don't always gotta be club, club, club every night. Body, body, out. body. Like let's hang out. Let's hang out in the house. Let's let's have a game night. Let's let's actually talk. Cause I feel like friends will be talking like that no more. They don't want to party. More like just let's let's link up at a sudden. Mm-hmm. Oh well, London was fun for me. I enjoyed it. You know, chip, yes, chip, my sis is international. Okay, she I, went to England. She went to London. Yes, I was sipping tea with the queen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> chip, chip, cheerios. Chip, chip, chip. I went to the loo. I didn't get no fish and chips though, but I did go to a place called Thunder Chicken. It was crispy as Thunder Chicken. chicken. Thunder Chicken. That sounds good. Anything it was with really chicken good. and its name, you know it's going to be good. First of all, anything that's called thunder chicken, you couldn't <laughs> strike me down. Strike me with that good season and that good fried chicken. I, don't, I won't say it was that seasoned. I, it was healthy. Okay. But it was crispy. Like, like I that. never had wings so crispy before. Mm-hmm. So crispy. They could do better with the sauces, but it was good. I had fun though. Everybody's turning 50 this year. Word. Everybody. <laughs> That's why went to London for fiftieth. The a couple of weeks before, another auntie turned fifty. Then recently, another auntie turned fifty. We just, yeah, we just went to a fiftieth birthday party. Everybody's just turning fifty. But the looks we be serving, the looks in general that everyone be serving at these parties. Yeah, like, I love it. They bring it. All right. The styles, the I show up, be everything. Like every the colors, like and everybody just want to wear pink. Like I love pink, but we could switch it out. The fuchsia got to stop. Like it's fuchsia, fuchsia. No, there's no like baby pink. No, like because baby pink is seen as immature. But fuchsia? fuchsia is the mature color of pink. I, that's how they come to a decision. I guess. But. Like for me, the year of 25 is orange. Orange is the color. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. That's why I'm gravitating towards. feel like that's what my spirit is putting out there. Orange. <laughs> does your favorite color change? Yes, it does. What's your favorite color right now? Orange. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> but, but my favorite color that for a long time was green. Green and pink. I was fucking with green for a minute. Then I started fucking with yellow. Then I started fucking with purple. Now I'm just... Everything. As you can see. (laughs) As you can see. It's not orange, but it's some kind of orange. It's given orange. It's definitely given orange. Given orange juice, honestly. Orange aid. Ooh, a mimosa. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so for today, our first topic is going to be about African as an aesthetic. Oh, let's tell you. When I say African as an aesthetic, I mean people who enjoy African culture, people who are suddenly going on the hype of African culture, African food, music, all of that stuff. And now they just want to be seen as, oh, I like African. I like African people. I like African things. I like 
everything all African. Ooh. It started with the Danshiki. Oh my God, the Danshiki. Do you know how you people have abused Danshiki? I can't. First of all, I actually cannot stand that outfit. I don't. I, I hate, hate it. it. <laughs> I hate it. And I, I used hate to love Danshiki. it. I was like, mommy, can you bring me back Danshiki? I want Danshiki too. This is when it first started getting popping. When, when people started wearing Danshiki more. Not necessarily non-Africans, but like when people started actually wearing Danshiki, Danshiki, Danshiki. I want to want to, but then it's like for every Black History, not Black, well, yeah, Black History Month or Nigerian Independence. Yeah, it the was month of like, October. People want to celebrate with us and they just wear Danshiki. Yo, first what? of all, first of all, when I see a Danshiki, all I think is house, house girl, house boy, Asha. <laughs> like, this is, this is for, this is what you're supposed to wear when you're cleaning. When you're cleaning in like, the house, just lounging or and an, Or as a nightgown. Mm -hmm. But I never seen it as like an attire, but that could also be our personal fashion statement. True. Because I just, like, I liked it when it was a trend, but. It, it was like, okay, this is not that cute. You can't really dress it up or dress it down. It's boxy. Yeah, it's like, so, it's like maybe one or two ways to really wear it. Some black jeans. <laughs> black <laughs> jeans, some leggings, some shorts or whatever. Literally, but nothing else. And it, But you know what's funny? When you, as you were describing the topic, all I was thinking about, like, damn, you remember on YouTube, it was a trend to um, start trying African food. Oh, like my, my first impression on trying and fufu and a goosey and you know there was some bad there was like you who was it i don't remember her name Aaliyah j yes and it was um, like she was attacked for her response on it mm -hmm. and it's like mm, since you probably shouldn't have joined the trend yeah but it's whatever yeah like i mean it's nice that people want to try you know our foods and stuff but you don't got to be disrespectful about it there was a lot of people when they were doing that trend oh why does it look like this why does it why is that why does it feel like this oh this is nasty i will never eat that why does it look like that that looks like shit like come on yeah you don't have to like it but it's kind of funny because when we were younger like y'all didn't like it <laughs> y'all didn't y'all didn't like it that much like, like it's fine if you don't like it but respect right r-e-s-p-c-t that's what your mama told you right Ooh, tell him again. Mm -hmm. Um, but what is it called? Um, and you saying that it remind me like when we were younger, mm -hmm. and the whole like, um, African booty scratcher. <laughs> oh, like oh, you like just go the, back to the huts. Go go yeah. with the lions and the tigers and the elephants and all of that. Like that shit was so disrespectful. I feel like just like because of our, our upbringing here in America, it was just like, okay, maybe we need to do a lot better with teaching our children about like other people's cultures and mm -hmm. respecting it, even though they don't understand it completely. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like it probably would have saved me a lot of trauma <laughs> as a child. No. Like, imagine. So look, so here, quick short story. I'm going to be quick with it. Um, once in a while, when we travel to Nigeria, we do a prayer for my grandmother that passed, right? And... I had posted on Facebook at like, you know, when I was like middle school, high school, I had posted a picture of them killing the goat and like, you know, to um, cook and everything, sacrifice and pray over it. Mm -hmm. um, my family is Islam and Christian. This was an Islam prayer. 
Islamic prayer. Mm -hmm. So that's what we were doing for it. And I posted it, you know, because I'm proud of my culture. And I come back from Nigeria. I come back to school. Everybody I went to school with, oh, it's a goat killer, GK. Yes, I'm telling you, a goat. Yo, and from from like from that time that I posted it and the and the jokes, I never posted anything about being Nigerian again in like until like college and I joined PASO, the Pan-African Student Organization. Mm -hmm. Like, because you guys did not accept me. Like, you guys came from me. I'm going to play devil's advocate for a quick second. Okay. Kids in general, they're just fucking rude. And they're... And they're bullies. They have... They don't care. They say what they want and they don't fucking care. I don't want to say I can understand why they said that, but I can understand their response Kinda, just a little bit. It's a goat. Killer. They don't know. All they know is that they saw you on Facebook killing a goat. Not you, but all they know is that they saw you posted about killing a goat. Right. They don't know about why that was done. They don't know about the symbolic reasoning as to why that has to be done, which is a part of you know the prayer ritual. They don't get that. They, I understand that, but how come no one asks why? You didn't know yeah. some shit. I was just playing devil's advocate I know, for a second. But you didn't know some shit. And if you don't know, you ask. They say if you don't know, ask, right? Like at the end of the day, if you didn't know something, instead of oh coming to your own conclusion and story or mm-hmm. making your own narrative about my one picture, you could ask, like, what why did you post that picture? Like, what did you do this for? Like, cause <clears throat> even though kids are rude. Kids are also curious. Definitely. They're very curious. Like, I grew up predominantly around a lot of Caribbeans. I saw myself learning their culture, being influenced by it, participating in it. Mm-hmm. Now, one time did I say, why are these people covering their face and they're in all black uh, at Juve? I don't even know what country we're doing it or whatever band be doing it. Excuse me. Pardon me. I'm sorry. I don't remember. But <laughs> yeah, it's okay. But we like, don't really know about it. It's like, I d- never found it to, I never felt like I needed to insult them even though I didn't understand like why did they painted their whole body black why did they have the horns you know as Africans we saw that as we, when you see that it's like hey, the devil mm-hmm. it's like but I never right. you're and right. like, it's like wait I never said that though because I realized it was someone's culture and I didn't understand it and it's, you know you're not going to be disrespectful you just don't understand and it's like just ask why but that's where the responsibility f- lies on us now to teach to be those people who can help Others understand, yo, when it comes to our culture, we might have a prayer ceremony where we got to kill a goat. (laughs) We might have, what's another thing? Um, We don't live in huts. Like we actually have beautiful houses and we have beautiful waters. We have beautiful things in our country and our, yeah, in our country, in our continent. In our country, continent, both. We haven't been all over Africa anyway. I've visited Nigeria. I've only been to Nigeria. And Ghana. I haven't been. To, I want to go to Ghana so bad. I want to go to South Africa so bad. Johan Johannesburg. I was watching Young Famous and African. Them bitches is crazy. First of all, I love the outfits. Do you see the extravaganza? Mm-hmm. Either way, and it's that's why I like to. Now we're having our like um, more of um, the reality TV shows, and I just like the aesthetic of that show. Like mm-hmm. it's the outfits are dramatic. The wigs could be. It could, a little, a little bit it could be a little bit better. 
<laughs> I seen a couple laces a little bit Yo, too this well. This one girl, I don't forgot her name, but her wig was literally sliding back. You could see her braids. You could see her wig cap. I was like, Child. yeah. Mind you, her wig was green. But I guess they're just being honest. <laughs> That's how it is, though. I mean, you know what's hot? Sometimes that, that thing is sliding back. But it's, an aesthetic, it's aesthetically pleasing to mm-hmm. look at. It is. Like, I... I think like African as an aesthetic, um, <clears throat> I wouldn't, I'm not quite sure. I feel like it kind of falls on a thin line of people also accepting that they are African and trying to get back into their roots. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it is an aesthetic, but at the same time, it's also people just learning more about the continent that they came from that they sadly did not get the chance to experience because of Westernization. Yeah. Ooh, that sounded educated. <laughs> Yeah, no, I understand what you mean. It's like, yeah, you know, you want to connect back to your roots. You now you see something interesting. You see that it's a trend or you just see that other people are doing it. They're following it. And it's like, okay, that's very interesting. You do more research. Oh, my God. Wait, this is what I learned. This is what happened to my people back then. You know, like people who do the ancestry DNA. Yeah. Test and they find out like they're 20 percent Nigerian or 70 percent Ghanaian or whatever it is. You know, that's what entices them to. Okay, let me get more into the culture. Yeah, I want to wear Danshiki. That's fine. I'm not saying people should not wear Danshiki, boy. Like to each their owners. That's your yes. that's your style. That's your style. It's just the hours. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there's more to African culture than Danshiki. Right. Like there's Ashore B is worn for weddings, birthday parties. It's very colorful. Even you know what they always like to the celebration of life when we do it. It's just always so vibrant. It's never vibrant, it's never dull. Like who's wearing black? What is black? What is black? Like, I please, I beg. We Give us some color, color, some life. Pink, green, red, blue, purple, like gold, silver, right? Champagne, diamond. Yeah, and then after you're making it your own style, you're getting it tailored to your body. Right? Like, even <sighs> I love a Nigerian party. I love it because everyone, yeah, we all have the same material, but everyone looks different. Everybody. Everybody has a different style. You would think some people might end up getting the same style, but no. I, I don't think, well, unless it was You're intentional, us. unless it's intentional. <laughs> but like when I've been to like a party or church, I don't, I don't think I've ever Never seen the same outfit. The same style. No. Or just the same fabric, but always a different style. Mm-hmm. And I love it like that. I, I like that. There is uniqueness and community when we are celebrating. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that was a nice way to put it. You better say that shit. <laughs> Um, but it's funny I kind of wanted to share the, This comment that I had Because I was thinking About how um, You know As a child How it wasn't really accepted I'm I'm not going front Like Like when I got into college And I seen like the, My peers that I went to school with Or like People that I just uh, Most of my time with them Was in my childhood mm-hmm. When I saw them Posting like African attire I don't I was offended You were? I, I was offended Because the way I remembered them was that they wasn't so accepting to it at the time. Mm-hmm. I will never forget. There was one time, I don't remember what spirit week it was happening. I wore like this orange Ankara dress. Somebody actually came up to me and was like, you look like a slave. Eh? Yes. I was fucking baffled. <laughs> a oh, slave. No, no. They're like, you look like a house girl. <laughs> like, you just don't have the complexion. I was like, Wow. And then after you know the years later, and you're like, oh, you're you're wearing Ankara, and she was too stunned to speak. 
because, <laughs> what? Literally. Who says that? Bro, I'm telling you, and this was high school. I know for sure this one was high school. So there's really no excuses. You can't play devil's advocate here. I'm not. It was it's just straight that was a one time and a one time deal only. I, I am not devil's advocate said that. I don't do that. It is like, yo, a slave? I couldn't believe it. That's crazy because I wore Ankara on my high school graduation. And I got compliments all day. But you see, at that, but I feel like when you're like senior year around that, that was like what year? Like 2016? It was like, yeah. I, I graduated 2015. 2016. Yeah, so 2016, around, and that's my freshman year of college. That's when I felt like, okay, I feel like it's African culture starting to be a lot more embraced. You start seeing it in a fashion where yes. they're taking our styles or even like styles from the black African American community mm -hmm. and making it a fashion statement. And it's, that's why I felt like it started. Yeah. Well, at least for me, visually, what I saw. So like you saying people complimented you. I could say at that time, I felt like people were a lot more receptive to it. Like Nigerian music, African music, or other African cultures, their music, their styles. They started to be embraced by the American culture mm -hmm. a lot more around 2015, 2016. Yeah, I remember when I got to college. That was like really my first experience of people you're African. Oh my God, really? I love that. And it's like people wanted to, I don't want to say be my friend, but my group kind of expanded more I felt like some people only wanted to like date me because I was they found out I was Nigerian oh, no. like ooh ooh you remember ooh you foreign like ooh, ooh like ooh like, ooh, ooh. am <laughs> I really last time I checked I was born here but I'm still foreign <laughs> I'm still foreign, but it was like, I felt at one point I too, I felt like, okay, now dating a Nigerian, like, oh, it's more foreign. I even feel like some people started to um, serenade me. I feel like- Serenade you. Yeah, serenade me because of my culture. Mm -hmm. Like some people, I like, I, I felt like some people, um, <clears throat> or at least what I experienced in college was like, some people wanted to get in, Twine, I said intertwine. They wanted to embrace the their the African culture a lot You're more, right. so they started doing that by dating within that culture. You're right. I remember when I was in college, um, and this is like not just me, but like these are like most colleges. They have the African group, the African, um, the pan, the student uh, African yeah, student organization, pan African yeah. student so you know organization. How most. Um, most organizations they would put on like a show, you know. Yes, they would always get the a show with the, the they would fabric. have the dances, they would get the clothes, I loved it. have fashion shows, all that stuff, and that's what really brought a lot of attention. I know, especially for my school, a lot of people joined the clubs, a lot of people wanted to do the dances, a lot of a people lot of attended people. like the general interest GIs. I call, we call them GIs at Buff State, mm -hmm. where you kind of just spoke about like a topic, like almost like a podcast. If you think about it, um, you talk about the topic, and you teach other, you're teaching people who came about your org and what they stood for and for African student organizations mm -hmm. that was a lot of um, of the culture so it's, you're definitely right about that one yep and for at least in my school because I can to speak on my school people um, what is school was that the College, College of Staten Island. Island CSI yeah so at least in my school everyone in the African club was seen as popular they were the it girls, the it boys, the people everyone wanted Heard to date it. They wanted to be with them. Even if they weren't African or not, just them being in the club and, you know, knowing the dances, just, you know, just having that group and being in that group of people. 
they were the popular ones. I felt they were the ones you had to go and date. They were the ones or the Caribbeans too. The Caribbeans, the Caribbean student orgs in college was a vibe too. That. You guys didn't have that CSI? I don't know. Oh my god, bus state, bus state. Um, oh my god, is it CSO? Yes, CSO, Caribbean Student Organization. They was popping like CSO and Paso was it on campus like you wanted who did not want to be there who did not want to be part of that group we're lit we we caribbeans and africans we bring that that je ne sais quoi that everyone wants the uniqueness the dramatics mm-hmm. the exquisites the vivid fun colorful vibrant everything first of all even just the <clears throat> um even how we embrace sex too like i felt like in college there was so much embrace with sex mm-hmm. i loved it I loved it. It's like you didn't see like in high school, it was more like rumors. But when you got to college, it was like now people owning their sex and owning their sex within their culture. I feel like our generation really broke down a lot of barriers. Definitely. Especially when it comes to owning your individuality and your sex. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't think anybody understands like how much of sex has been accepted and is now able to be spoken about in the culture. Yeah, well, not in the culture, before, in the community. Yeah, before, you wouldn't even talk about sex. In church, it you was, could never. It was at a point where if someone even said someone touched me or someone did something to me, they wouldn't believe you. They would not believe you. Ew, Lord Jesus. Child, but even speaking on sex and like relationships and stuff, it's like a thing now for the, the, rich, the rich African daddy. You know, the fine African men, mm. the man who can't sponsor me and give me money, take me to Nigeria, do this for me, do that for me. Because, you know, 419 and money. Come to me with money. Baby, me more Come to me. But now, um, love yeah. is not enough, baby. There's also, so we spoke about African as an aesthetic, but. There's, I also believe there's African as a fetish. Mm. People wanting to only date you because you're African. People, they know like, oh, maybe Africans, they might have curvier bodies or, you know, fuller bust or just something about being African. Fetish? That's what attracts them to you. They want you because you're you're African. I remember, I'm, you know, it's so funny. I remember someone like complimenting me on my butt, right? Mm-hmm. They were complimenting me on my butt. And then when I told them I'm Nigerian, it was like they equated having a big butt with being Nigerian. Not all Nigerians have big butts. We all don't. Unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately. Like, I think that's honestly in any community, though. Mm-hmm. Like, you cannot equate the person's culture to their right. body. Yeah, genetics is genetics. Culture is not genetics. Well, culture is not genetics. It play Okay, not genetics, but... Like, maybe if you're talking about... Um, the tribal scars, maybe that's is that genetic? No, that's not genetic because you're not born with those. <laughs> you know, you actually gotta burn yourself. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, we everyone loves the African guy, the African man, or the African girl. That's true. But as African as African as a fetish, like how would you explain that? Like African as a fetish? Yeah, like what where what you, you what, literally what, you there are, there are women in this world who go out and seek African men because they know they have quote unquote money. 
Mm. There are people who only want to date Africans. Even Africans can have Af. Well, I don't fetish. I'm using the term fetish very loosely. Yeah, cause I was about to say because yeah, that also comes it, to preference. Yeah, I'm using it very loosely. When I say fetish, I'm just I just mean like they want you because you're African. They only like you because you're African, but they don't just like the you fact, for who you actually just are. Just the fact. No, I don't know about that. But just off a of first glance, like when they see you and you tell them you're African, oh, that's what makes them want to pursue you. That's what makes them want to, you know, get in your panties or whatever. That's what I mean. I don't mean fetish fetish. Just we're using the term very loosely. I wonder if there's like an OnlyFans where people are just doing like stuff associated with the culture. <laughs> Cause then I now then I feel like that's more of a fetish. Like, oh, I'm gonna subscribe to her OnlyFans because she does African shit. What is African <laughs> shit? What is African know. shit? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you know where people like, oh, like let's just say for instance, like people's TikToks that just mostly be a, like Nigerian TikTok, basically, mm-hmm. like where it's just like everything is just all about like, being Nigerian. Like, oh, here's the music, here's house girl, like, oh, what what's that video? Oh, they didn't think um I was Nigerian and then boom, I dressed up boom, oh, yeah. Nigerian. <laughs> like maybe more of a fetish then? Cause you are using it very loosely. So yeah, I, I yeah, I wanna make that clear. I'm I'm using it very loosely. I don't know what other word could I use. I don't know what other word to use. Yeah. Just wanting to be with someone or wanting to pursue someone because they're African or you purposely go out because you hear Africans have money. African men have money. That's really what I'm emphasizing. Don't believe what you hear because they are broker than they broke. Uh, Not all of them, but it's about narrative and they know how to put on a good narrative. They can tell a story and switch it, flip it and reverse it. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So be careful out there. (laughs) Very careful. I kind of, I actually like how our culture has been embraced over the years. Yeah, no, uh, don't get us wrong. We're not really saying we don't want people to embrace the African culture or anything like that. It's fine if people, yeah, it can be aesthetically pleasing. You can, you know, indulge in the African culture, but there's a fine line between indulging in it because you like it and then just being disrespectful. Like when we go back to that whole food challenge that people were doing on YouTube and TikTok. When yeah. people were, yeah, you wanted to try the food, you saw it was a trend. That's what a trend is. You see people doing it and you want to do it too. You just follow suits. And exactly. they're going to jump off the clip. You're going to jump too? <laughs> just respect. That's really is respectful. And that goes for any culture. And, and African, like let's specifically talk about Nigerian culture. Um, I like it as an aesthetic because when I look about like um, the westernization and how it has impacted our modern living. Mm-hmm. And then when I look at, and then comparing it to when I travel back home to Nigeria, like, I like my, I like how our how, how our house looks more in Nigeria than it looks here. Like, first of all, the, the, the furniture is more, like, royalty, throne. It gives, it's, it's a grand it, it really, home. It's, it's a gr- literally grand. And then you come t- to our house in America and it's like, Oh, a twelve hundred uh, like, square foot apartment. Yeah, and then you know the regular couch. Like what I always like the like. There, there's no reason like the dining table look like a throne. Like you, you're sitting on like a throne, an exquisite, delicate, um, or extra, 
very actually, and <laughs> after everybody, I don't know if you're a Nigerian, if your parents do not have a picture of themselves in Ashore and posed, you know, like everybody's parent has it. They have a blown up picture. A blo- I have a blown up picture. I'm even gonna change it. I'm gonna like, get one. You need to I don't get have one. one, but I'm gonna do it. But you have a picture of yourself. Big oh, in yeah. your room. Mm-hmm. Every every Nigerian that I know has one, mm-hmm. especially of their parents. It's like aesthetically, I think that's pleasing. I love our aesthetic, our culture for when you compare it to American culture. Like American culture is dull. Like their favorite <laughs> colors for their homes is like nudes and White, browns, gray, bluish grays. Mm-hmm. And then you go to a Nigerian person home, it's pink. Orange, blue, bright. My mom blue. painted the walls orange. Her house is orange, bro. My house is orange, green, purple. Literally, my room when I uh, my room um and my last house was um green, a bright lime green. <laughs> what my mom did back at home, she painted the walls black, but she added glitter. Ooh. So it's like a Florence, a fluorescent, iridescent, I don't know, iridescent. sparkly kind of thing. So whenever you walk in, it just reflects back on you. It's like, ooh, ooh. And from every angle, you see a different color. It's beautiful. It is. And it's like, I like our Nigerian aesthetics. Mm-hmm. Like, it's an aesthetic. It's literally, it's a vibe. Because you, when you compare it to the culture here, it's different. And it's understandable. You know, people like it. They like African stuff, they like African culture. They like it. We love it. So if we love it, why wouldn't other people, you know, love it and want to enjoy it and embrace it as well? Why wouldn't you love me? <laughs> oh, my God. You. what I do? Nothing. I love you. I love you, too. He found me. That's a My that's a word. That's a Yoruba word. You guys should <clears throat> embrace Ife. Ife means love. Ife me, my love. I love that. Ife me. I love me. I love you. I love you. Oh, she let you sing. <laughs> Girl, you're not always going to bust out a tune or something. We always going to bust out we a gotta tune. We got to make sure the vocals are still working. That the engine you know, is still running. You know right. <laughs> la, 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 la. Bam. I love it. This was a, that was a good topic. I'm, it's kind of interesting to know. I kind of, oh man, maybe in the future we'll do this topic again and have some African Americans point of view yeah. on it. And like, you might not like <clears throat> maybe next time, but you feel free to share your comment on, yeah, on, a, any on of it. the topics we speak on. If you have a different perspective, if you disagree with us, if you agree with us respectfully. No disrespect no here. Disrespect, no we hits. don't do that. Nigerians do not do disrespect. We do not accept it. You can say what you think and what you feel in a respectful way. You know what I'm saying? Even if you agree or disagree. But yeah, definitely leave a comment down below. Let us know your thoughts. If you have any other questions or anything else you want us to speak on or anything that's intriguing you at the moment, make sure you send it to our email. We are group at gmail.com all that information will be down below also we are on instagram little little plug it right there we're on instagram and tiktok at the fang podcast follow us and the wahala girls because summertime is coming and we are outside we're outside summertime is here it's coming Where's your boyfriend? No boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> no boyfriend. Don't be sitting at home. What is that? Lonely. We 
don't do that. Oh yeah, wajade, wajo, wajaye, wajan, wajo. Wow, I'm practicing my Yoruba, guys, so it's getting a little bit better. <laughs> How does it sound? <laughs> like my Yoruba English is updating. Update. We gotta keep that shit. Let me update you. And by the way, I have to say, I am loving the colors you're giving us today. <laughs> Thank the you, blue, the pinks, the purple. You know, it's springtime, so we need to be vibrant. You know, brighter colors, lighter hair, all of that. That is very true. It brings out the features. When you have lighter hair and brighter outfits, it brings out your features, your skin tone. You look more brighter. I just... You look more, I wouldn't say more. You just you look like spring. You, like you. the bright colors are making me happy. It's good to know winter has come and go. Yeah, we gotta get into the mood of spring. Like we're done with the big puffer jackets. We're done with the sweats. We need to bring out the colors, the jeans, the, the jeans, denim, the crop tops, the shorts, all of that. I'm also loving your shirt as well. It's giving, <clears throat> it's giving real. It's my birthday coming up. You're getting ready for a photo shoot because all of this. <sighs> It's because I'm a Yoruba angel. <laughs> I'm a Yoruba angel. That's why you don't see my wings. When the spirit of the Lord is upon my soul, I will dance my baby Like David dance, yes. Mm -hmm. Also, I want to give us a shout out because we really slay with the makeup and the hair. Like, we really do that. <laughs> do it, period. We do it. And we... <laughs> Every time And I trust me I'll be looking at my foundation I'll be like Oh I didn't like this foundation I'm gonna try this foundation I'm gonna try this foundation This foundation And today I'm feeling this foundation Yeah you look gorgeous The foundation The lashes The, the eye, eyebrows The brows Yeah your brows is Giving life Ooh. The eyeshadow Giving life Lashes Life Lips Life Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes i'm feeling it it's springtime everybody you look and when you look good you feel good when so feel good, update the good. closet update the closet update the shoes up even if you have to change change your whole closet maybe not everything because that's expensive but like get a couple get a couple things that you never would have wore mm -hmm. life starts at the end of your comfort zone somebody told me that in college and it's stuck to me since period <laughs> 